Hello and welcome everyone. I am Rebecca Matthias, Intuitive Business and Success Coach, and you are listening to the Legendary Leadership Radio Show, where women in business from all over the globe gather each week to be together and get support to get more done in a feminine way. You truly are the pioneers that are leading the way on a new path of getting it done like a woman, where there is success, accomplishment, increased self-confidence, and project completion. So get ready to say goodbye to looming, open-ended projects that drain your energy and take a stand for stepping into your own definition of success and accomplishment. I am so excited to be here with you on the call today. And I started these calls because for me, in the beginning of my business, I started from nothing, and I remember getting guidance, value, and direction from many calls such as these to support me, to motivate me, and to educate me as to what I needed to do and the mindset I needed to have. And these calls are a way for me to give back and connect with you, and they speak most near and dear to my passion of supporting women on purpose in business. You can connect with me at RebeccaMatthias.com, that's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-M-A-T-I-A-S.com, and you can join the Legendary Leadership Facebook group at Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Legendary Leadership. So welcome to the call today, everyone, and I am so excited as usual, the topic has come directly from something going on in my own life and inspiring me to get vulnerable and share with you in a way that helps you to be inspired and feel feel that validation that you're not doing this alone, that you're not the only person dealing with these issues and these topics that we talk about every week and that you can overcome them, and we are going to get right into how this week. Um, and so for those of you who got my email earlier today, what I've shared in you, what I shared in there with you was about how over the past week, or pardon me, over the past couple of months, I have had an amazing, actually I've had a couple of months that have just been amazing. I've been traveling to California and I have been, you know, doing uh, some family beach trips here and it's just been really, really exciting. But something happened where I kind of went into overwhelm yesterday and through that overwhelm, the inspiration for today's topic came out. So know that um, opportunity lies within every obstacle and that when you're dealing with something, you know, it certainly can be turned around and, and it's there to teach you something about love always. So I want to share that with you. So, you know, I definitely consider myself a pretty good person that manages her time and money. But like I said, I've been in California and then had a family beach trip and I'm in the midst of contributing to the creation of a world-class international coaching certification for women, which is so awesome. And while all of this has been really exciting, you know, there's technical pieces that are important, like when you go away, you come home, and there's, you know, you kind of have to put the house back together and unpack. For In my case, you know, I have two boys that are 6 and 10 right now, and and certainly there's a lot of extra requirements there. So what I'm going to share with you on today's call is, you know, looking at refining some of my time management tricks and and techniques and also some money mastery strategies. And last night, I really sat down and got clear about sort of a new approach to time management. I think, again, as women, we really need to be honoring ourselves and how we do things differently and how the old way doesn't necessarily work for us and just to honor that we do things in a different way and to dive in and really figure out what it is that works for us versus trying to fit into a mold 
that doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel doable. And it doesn't feel normal, right? So for so long as women, we have fit into these other molds and ways of doing things. And it it, it isn't necessarily, I think as women, we t- typically will take on doing things, you know, if if it doesn't work, it's not the model that's broken, it's it's the woman that's broken. And I really want to just presence this for a minute here because I think this is an important thing to pay attention to that type of conditioning and recognize that it's not the truth. And so if a model isn't working, it isn't necessarily that the woman is broken. It could be that the model is broken. So I want you to start paying attention to that in your own life. When something isn't working for you, don't just naturally assume that it's you that has a flaw. Really dive in and ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Maybe it is you or maybe it is the system. And so instead of me sort of going and and making myself wrong yesterday about this whole time management thing, when I sat down and got clear, I realized that it wasn't necessarily me. And again, it could be a combination of of the two. And so, again, if you... Are, are, you know, needing to find a new way, then find a new way. But don't make yourself wrong. That's only going to perpetuate the problem. So what I want to dive into first here is I want you to realize that you have the power to assess, evaluate, and make choices. And this is exactly what I'm talking about, you know, looking at whatever time management model you're using or whatever financial um, system that you're using and recognizing is it working or is there another way. A lot of many amazing inventions have come from someone looking at what's not working and then inventing or creating something that is going to work. And here's the thing, you know, as we are evolving as women, We need to tweak the system. So this time management way of doing things that I've been using for years um, just obviously needed to be upgraded and into a way that it was serving who I am today. And so recognize that the tools and the strategies that you're using, if you are authentically growing and evolving, which, you know, hopefully you are, and certainly these radio shows weekly are here to support you in that, process and to help accelerate that and and also to help accelerate your success, recognize that the systems and the structures around you will also need to be up-leveled and upgraded and adjusted and tweaked. And do know that it may be important to call in help when you are changing how a structure works, you know. Granted, I was able to create this new time management structure last night by myself when I sat and got quiet. However, you know, when if I, I may refine it even further and put it into deeper form, and that may require getting a virtual assistant to help me or having my graphic person come up with more of a beautiful spread rather than just how I've tweaked it on my paper here with pen, you know with pencil and paper. And so I just want to dive right in and and talk to you about time and money to begin with, and then we'll get into the specifics of how you can, even on this call or on this recording, actually map out your next 90 days so that you are getting it done. So you're doing it in a way that you want to do it, and you're completing those inspirational projects that are coming to you that you are wanting to make bring into form and and make them be successful whatever it is you're you're working on so the thing that is really interesting about time and money is it's really one of the biggest relationships that we have in our life if you think about it it affects pretty much every moment of every day you know time is constantly directing how you're going to map out your day or how you're going to map out your week or how you're going to map out 
whatever it is that you're doing. You know, how much time do you spend rescheduling things or scheduling things? Um, this past week, my youngest son fell at school and hurt his, his nose, and we had to go to the hospital yesterday. And so, you know, I spent probably 45 minutes last night rearranging a lot of appointments because of this whole, like, unforeseen event that took place. And certainly in life, there are plenty of those that come along. And so the interesting thing about time and money is that they are really the only two things that you can invest in life. So those are your two hottest commodities that you have to invest, and you have the freedom to invest them. It doesn't matter if you only have one dollar or you have a million dollars. It's still your choice in how you spend that money. And everyone has, obviously, 24 hours in a day. And we also each have the freedom to choose how we invest that time. And a lot of times, these are two areas where we really sabotage ourselves. And so I want you to think about where do you sabotage yourself with time? Where do you sabotage yourself with money? You know, there's definitely room for trimming the fat here. With time... You know, it's really easy, I think, these days. It's almost an addictive thing to a large degree that a lot of people aren't talking about, that it's just another way to stay distracted and not be having clarity and not be really getting things done in an effective and an efficient way so that you can have that time as a woman to relax and enjoy and just be and not be on output, but be on input. Like, what are you taking in? Are you, this morning, you know, I spent some time outside in my back patio looking at, you know, nature and enjoying it. It's sort of warm here on the East Coast, which has been brilliant. Um, and just enjoying my backyard and, you know, the fish in my pond are starting to move around a little bit. And so how often on a weekly basis or even on a daily basis, how much time are you investing? So instead of saying spending money and spending time, it's really a different energy to think about investing your time and investing your money. And the one thing that I want to differentiate about these two hot commodities, time and money, is that money can be recreated. You know, money is a renewable resource. And so you can constantly create money and make your money back, so to speak. Time, on the other hand, you cannot. And certainly this is where people tend to fall into having regrets. You know, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids when they were younger, or my parents are dead now and I wish I would have spent more time with them, or, or my children are grown and I wish I would have spent more time with them, or my best friend moved away and I wish I would have spent more time with him or her. And so I think that in the area of time, I see more sabotage there, yet that is more precious, in my opinion, than money, because money can be recreated and time cannot. So I really want you to get honest and authentic with yourself about your time and truly take a stand for how you are investing your time and how you will choose to invest your time going forward. And so what I was saying earlier about in this day and age, you know, something that people aren't really talking about is it's so easy to sabotage yourself in this area because there's so much distraction. You know, we have constant technology and constant information coming at us, and we really – you know, this is an area of addiction that I think is really not being discussed. You know, I think it's honestly, it might even be bigger than like an alcoholic or a drug addiction. You know, we're constantly glued to our, our mobile devices. You know, we're getting texts, we're getting phone calls, we're getting, you know, time on Facebook, what's everyone doing? You know, there's no time lapse here in staying up to date with what's going on. And so, you know, really, like, what's going to be more nourishing to you? Checking out what everyone else is doing on Facebook for, for 10 minutes or even an hour, perhaps, because you get distracted? And Or is it going to be, gosh, I'm going to go sit outside and just be and not do anything and, and be on, you know, like, taking in? I mean, so 
taking in on Facebook, for example, I mean, how is that affecting you energetically versus taking in your beingness, so to speak? Um, energetically, how is that nourishing you? And I think it's really important, too, to be aware of your Facebook news feed. I mean, do you look on your news feed and see negativity or positivity? Is there someone from your news feed that you don't want in your news feed because there is a setting for you to remove them? So being on purpose with your time and being on purpose with your money is going to dramatically change your life and it's going to dramatically change your results. So those are two areas where you really have to get on purpose and be intentional in how you are investing your time with both of those things. So as I'm talking, for those of you who are new to this um, particular format of how we do this radio show, the second half of the radio show is spent answering questions. So as I'm going through some of the information I'm sharing with you, um, please feel free to type your questions in on the webcast, and then when we get to it, know that those of you who are on the phone will have an opportunity to raise your hand and, and get your questions answered and get live laser coaching. So as far as the overview for time and money, again, you know, the most important thing being time you can not make back, but money you can make back. So, um, you know, one of the things that, that I want to just dive right into, if you have a paper and pencil handy or if you're listening to the recording, you can pause the recording and get your paper and pencil ready. The first thing that you want to start with, the first thing that I start with is typically, you know, on a very basic level, I will actually start with a mind dump. You know, it's this morning I was thinking about this book, for those of you who have children, it's called If You Give a Pig a Pancake, and now there's so many other versions of it, but our mind is so untrained in the beginning before we're training our mind to be conscious and to be on purpose and to be intentional and to be aware in the beginning, our mind is very much like the book, if you give a pig a pancake. Um, you know, it's kind of funny to think about. So the story kind of goes, you know, I'll just dive in for two minutes here. Um, it sort of goes like there's a pig in this family's house, and it's like if you give a pig a pancake, you know, he'll get all sticky from the syrup on the pancake, and then the stickiness will make him think about, taking a bath and then when he gets in the bathtub he'll start thinking about the bubbles and how he wants to go to a carnival I'm, I'm not getting the story right whatsoever but you get the gist of it essentially the untrained mind is very much like this story where you know this morning when I was sitting outside journaling I would find my mind wandering like okay I need to you know we need to get mulching done and like you know who am I going to find to do the mulching this year because normally we do it ourselves and this year we've decided we're going to hire someone to do the mulching and so my mind just kind of goes on this rabbit trail and then I heard you know someone like either banging on a tree or something like that and I thought oh that's right I've got to call the guy to order more firewood you know so the mind that's like the give a pig a pancake concept like it's like you know, Rebecca here is banging on a tree and thinks about firewood, and then I'm sitting around looking at the mulch from last year thinking about how, so the mind is very, can very easily sabotage, and I think you can often find this when you go online. There are many times in the past that I have found myself online, and I'll be on Facebook, for example, and I'll think, wait a minute, didn't I go on here to look something up, or, you know, to do this, or to do that, and and so it's typically because you're multitasking and you're not conscious of what you're doing. So with your paper and pencil, what I want you to get clear on right now is what, so, so like I was saying, sorry, I'm getting off track here. Let me go back to the beginning. The basic thing that I do in the beginning is mind dumping. And so just literally sit down and write out everything that's on your mind. And so a lot of times I'll actually bring an additional pad and paper when I'm doing journaling so that when these silly things pop into my head, like, oh, we need to order wood or this or this, I can write them on a separate piece of paper and get them out of my mind immediately. So that's one way of just, like, as these silly thoughts kind of pop into your head that are there 
you know, on purpose probably to distract you, you can do it that way. Or you can intentionally sit down and write out everything that you need to get done. Then I would, so when you're doing that, on the left-hand side, you would want to write personal, and on the right-hand side, you would want to write business. And so anything that comes up, like I need to order firewood or I need to find someone to do the mulch this year, that's going to go on the left-hand side under personal. If I need to get a newsletter out or I need to send the reminder out for the legendary leadership calls, that stuff's all going to go on the right-hand side. And then you can go back and you can put them in chronological order. Now, the interesting thing about how this inspired, you know, time management stuff came in yesterday was to not just go back and put them in order from, you know, this is first, this is second. You know, there's different priorities when it comes to tasks. And so there's things that are immediate and inspiring. And then there are things that are immediate and they have a deadline. So, you know, they might not be inspiring, but it's something that you need to get done. For example, if, you know, in, in my case sometimes, you know, if I have a new client, then I need to get them their welcome pack out and I need to, you know, email out their agreement and I need to, you know, do all of these different things or, if I need to mail something out by a certain deadline, you know, if there's a bill due or something or I'm paying, you know, I'm paying a bill, for example. So that would be an example of something that's immediate with a deadline. And then the immediate and inspiring thing might be um, I'm writing an article for my newsletter or I'm creating a video for my website or for my newsletter for vlogging and I really enjoy doing that and so that's something that is immediate and inspiring like you know you want to keep getting your newsletters out on a regular basis and be consistent with those but also this is a task that really inspires you so after you do your mind dump and you you know you can go back and start a new piece of paper and break it down. So this time on the left-hand side, it would be for, you know, whether you're focusing on personal or business, and I would not recommend focusing on them at the same time. So on the left-hand side, you would have immediate and inspiring, and then on the right-hand side, you would have immediate with a deadline. And then you would go back and you would number them chronologically, like what needs to get done first, what needs to get done second. You know, the more you can break things down, the better. And then the other thing you can go to, go back and do is what do you need to do and then what do you need to delegate? So you need to really figure out, like, you, you know, constantly be reevaluating and constantly be delegating. And so you know, here's leveraging your your money, your hot, another hot commodity. You know, you can create more money, but you can't create more time. And so as I've grown my business and as I've made more money, I've hired more people to do the things that I'm not necessarily uniquely brilliant at. You know, I've got a housekeeper that comes in every couple of weeks. I have um, a personal assistant that comes into my house every week to help me with various tasks like laundry and making the kids lunches and maybe cutting up vegetables so I have, you know, easy, quick snacks to access throughout the day that are healthy and good for me. Um, and, you know, and then as far as like my business goes, you know, I have a graphic person and I have a social media person and I have a web team and, you know, I have a copywriter. And so, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm not still doing a lot of these things. I'm still very hands-on. That's just kind of who I am, and I think you have to honor who you are. But it still helps me to free up my time to, you know, take care of myself and do the things that I need to do. And so as you are creating more money, you need to be leveraging your time with that money. And you need to also be leveraging your money with that money, you know, being smart about your money, having good boundaries with your money. So you need to be having a separate business checking account. Like your business money is not going into your personal checking account. This is probably the number one mistake that I see people doing. And I'd say probably 80% of the people that I've coached with 
have not had this business basic down. And to me, this is truly a business basic. And the second thing you would want to be doing with your money to really leverage it is you want to be putting money into a tax savings account. You know, nobody, here we are at tax time, right? And I've heard from so many people like, oh my gosh, I owe so much money. And it's really stressful and it drains your energy and it's unnecessary. If you're putting away, you know, anywhere between 15 to 30% of every single penny that you bring in the door, then you're not going to be surprised at the end of the year. If you're working with a great accountant and possibly a bookkeeper, there really shouldn't be any surprises in business like that if you have your professional structures set up. The third thing I would recommend that you would do, and I'm not going to get super deep into all this. We'll maybe have a specific call directly based on money. But the third thing that I would recommend that you start doing as well is tracking your money and begin paying yourself. I don't care if this is a dollar. It's not about the amount. It's about the action. So the demonstration that you're making to the universe when you're paying yourself is I am worthy of being paid and I have the ability and the art of receiving. The art of receiving, there is truly an art to that. And, and as women, this is certainly a huge practice to be able to receive a compliment or to receive a gift. And to do so without explaining or without feeling, without shrinking really, you know, to be able to receive the gift or the compliment, you know, years and years ago, I, I when I first started being aware and, and sort of doing this whole awakening thing, I recognized that I couldn't even take a compliment in. And so if you can't even take a compliment in, how do you think you're going to sell a package? How, how do you think you're going to, you know, sell jewelry or, or a product or whatever it is you're selling? And so the, the basic start of receiving more money is looking at how you receive on a daily basis. You know, can you give to yourself the time to sit and be and receive that time without feeling guilty? That's where you start. And so, like I said, years ago, I would get a compliment and I would, you know, if someone said, oh, I love your shirt, Rebecca, I would immediately deject the compliment by telling them where I got it and how much it cost instead of just saying thank you. And really energetically, Knowing, because you can say thank you and like on the inside be like, oh my God, that was so uncomfortable. So really receiving that compliment and you will know the difference when you get the compliment or the gift and you are capable of just saying thank you and you will see the difference of being able to just take something in. So moving on with the time, um, Time blocking in your calendar and batching similar things. Like I said, you never want to be doing business and personal at the same time. You know, if I'm sitting down um, to, you know, here's one area that I, I guess I kind of sometimes will do together is when I do money, I'm focusing on money. When I'm doing wealth administration, it's wealth administration. Like I'm paying personal bills, I'm paying business bills, you know, I'm paying my bookkeeper, um, whomever I am paying. So I will batch tasks, and I highly recommend that you do that as well. If you're going on Facebook to check out a group that you're involved in and post on your own fan page and share on your own, you know, you really don't need to be on Facebook for more than 10 minutes two times a day if you are really running a successful business. Um, so you can go on in 10 minutes and go through your messages, get on your fan page, make a post, Share it on your personal page if that's what you do and check in a group and maybe do some responding and so on and so on, um, 10 to 15 minutes tops and batch that. Maybe do that in the morning and then maybe do another 10 to 15 minute batch in the afternoon and that is it. Now, with that being said, I definitely believe in like leisurely, but from you have to remember what is your intention. And so if you're just literally intending to go on Facebook and, like, look around and, like, who cares, you're watching American Idol or something and, like, you're kind of hanging out on Facebook at the same time and you're having fun, that's totally different. But please remember that these tools, we have such amazing technology these days, and these tools that are out there like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest and texting and emailing and phone calling, like, these things are there for, for to serve you. 
And so if you find that you feel like I'm serving Facebook or I just lost an hour and I don't know where it went, I was surfing the web or going on Facebook or whatever, that is like just you being a victim. Let's just say it outright here. So you're responsible for how you invest your time. And if you're consciously going on to do something, I mean, there are plenty of times where I'll be like watching, you know, whatever kind of show in the night. Like I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but maybe once or twice a week I will sit down and watch like something like really juicy or whatever, like Kim and Courtney take Miami or whatever. And I will hop on Facebook and kind of like go around and just be like, oh, what are people doing and like liking pictures or liking, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm doing it on purpose. Like the, the whole thing is that you need to be on purpose always with your time and with your money. You're not just unconsciously spending your time and unconsciously spending your money. So batching and then time blocking in your calendar. And so if you're like maybe you're going to block out two hours on Wednesday afternoon to tweak your website or to map out your marketing calendar or to get some newsletters completed or videos completed. Think about how amazing you're going to feel after you get all of that completed. Like it's just going to feel totally amazing and you're going to be inspired and your energy is going to be completely different. And what's going to happen is you're going to start attracting things at a different level because you're upping your frequency you're being on purpose. You're feeling better about what you're getting done, and your vibration will go up as a result. So this is like a balance of all these different components. So I want you to think about, like, what are the different tasks that you do every week that maybe take, like, an hour, two hours, or three hours, whatever. Like, maybe you're batching a block of time for three hours to get – all the laundry and all the vacuuming and all the dishwasher emptying or whatever, straightening up your house and that kind of thing. You know, batching that all together versus let me, you know, do this real quick and then let me go over here. Like when we multitask, we lose pretty much three quarters of our time. So if you think about it, like statistics have shown that when you multitask and you are getting disrupted, and we, we live in a world of constant disruption, right? Like unless you put your phone on do not disturb and you close your mail or turn the little noise off that it makes every time you get an email um, or you shut it down so there's not like a little number on the mail at the top there or something, unless you really consciously shut down and get on purpose for one thing, we live in a world of constant distraction. And so you have to be on purpose with shutting out these types of distractions. When So statistics show that when you are distracted like this, it takes five to, it takes anywhere between five and 45 minutes. And I honestly believe it's closer to 45 minutes. I know for me it is personally, just because I'm a very like sensitive person to noise and distraction and stuff. And it takes that much time to get back like on task, to be refocused and back into the energy of whatever it is that you're focusing on. And so a lot of hours are lost in the day because you're allowing distraction. And so when you're being on purpose, you know, let's shut things down. Like if you're writing an article and it's going to take you an hour or two to write an article or you know, you're getting your newsletter out or whatever, you can't be like constantly hopping on Facebook or constantly checking your email or texting someone or whatever. Like you need to just stay focused. And that is where true productivity comes from. And what will really happen is a miracle. I mean, you really will free up so much more of your time. You will be amazed. And you will get so much more done and you will start building this positive momentum that gets you going in the direction that will help you to achieve more and feel better. It's just going to be one thing after the other. You know, you'll have more time. You can, you know, nourish yourself and receive more. And then you, you know, stay more on purpose because you're giving to yourself and you're coming from a place of being fueled up and then you're managing your time better and then you're building more positive momentum and you're keeping your frequency higher and you're attracting more clients or more people buying your products or services. So 
really keep the momentum going and be on purpose and get that accountability to keep you on track because we all fall off track. We all need to be reminded and, you know, getting the accountability on a daily basis or a weekly basis from a, from a coach is really critical. So the thing about putting it in your calendar is if it's not in your calendar, it's not real. And if you don't put it in your, you know, you need to not just put it in your calendar, but you need to treat it like a lunch date with someone else or like a doctor's appointment because, you know, women are so great at not keeping their word to themselves, right? So, like, we're great about, like, oh, I told my friend I would go help her or, you know, the doctor's expecting me to come at this time and there's a 24-hour cancellation policy that I'll get charged for. You know, so we show up to those things, but we don't show up to our lives. And then, you know, you look back at the end of the year and you're like, oh, great, it's New Year's resolution time and I really didn't live the life that I wanted. So no more of that. Really, take a stand for yourself. So the other thing to look at is when you're making this time management list is, is there anything on there that you dread doing? You know, like I used to dread doing stuff in the kitchen, and so I made it better by listening to talking books that really inspired me and or listening, you know, to the, these kinds of calls. And then, you know, like I said, as I grew my business, the more money I made, the more people I would delegate and hire to do those things. So now I'm not, like, now I'm listening to these kinds of inspirational radio shows or whatever or trainings when I'm like doing my nails and toes or something versus like I'm dreading this laundry so now I don't do laundry at all anymore I haven't done laundry in like I don't know how long um, so as you're growing and expanding delegating what you're dreading or reevaluating if you are doing a project in your business like let's say you're going to launch a teleseminar or something like that and you just feel like you do not want to sit down to write this content. Like maybe that project needs to be ditched. Like maybe you just let yourself not do that project and you look at what is inspiring to you. You know, do you prefer working with groups of people? Do you prefer working more one-on-one? -on -one? Like it's important for you to know what you enjoy doing and then be, as you're growing, spending more time doing what it is you love doing versus continuing to perpetuate this push-pull of I'm having fun and now I'm not having fun. Like as you're expanding, you're, the goal is to be in a higher level of vibration. So, and then you want to like look at your next 90 days. Like what are the things that you want to get done in your life and in your business over the next 90 days? And if you are on this call right now and you're like, I don't even know the deadline of the next 90 days, like that right there is a big indication that you are not in reality with time and you're not in reality with your money. And women in particular definitely tend to not have a realistic hold on their time and their money. And so it's really important for your success to be on purpose and to have a realistic grasp on your time and on your money. So I just want to open it up for questions. And so if you are on the webcast, you can go ahead and type your question in right there, and I will see it and answer it on the call. And then if you are on the phone line, you can press star 2 to raise your hand. So let me just pop on over here and see um, if we have some questions. Let's see. Okay. So again, that's you know, type your question right into the um, Go ahead and type your question right into the Q&A there, and I'm just, like, going to look here. I know someone typed up something earlier um, on the Facebook page, so I just want to make sure I get to that. Um, and then let me go back over and see if anyone – again, if you're on the phone line, you would just press star 2 to raise your hand, and then just type your – question right into the question and answer there. 
Okay, so I'm not seeing anybody on the call um, raising their hand. Let me go and answer this one question. So Sandra writes in and says that regarding time management, how do I keep myself away from doing unproductive things on the computer like Facebook, emails, Pinterest, etc.? Um, great question, Sandra, really and truly. And so, you know, I think that here's the thing. You know, when we become adults, it's we need to parent ourselves. And so in the same way, and I don't know if you have any children, Sandra, or not, but in the same way that someone would tell their child, like, you know, for example, my kids both have eye touches, and they have a limited amount of time that they're allowed to play on their iTouch or their Xbox. You know, my husband and I are pretty particular about how much time they spend doing that. And it, it's just not healthy, right, like for them to spend the entire day on the Xbox. But as grown women, we need to be that loving adult to ourselves. And sometimes that includes being disciplinary and really saying, um, you know, that's enough. You know, it's it's enough. Like, you just cannot continue to indulge in things, you know. And so if we didn't have a parent that did that for us as we were growing up, then more than likely that part of us is not developed at all as a grown-up. And so it's very much like a muscle, and it's something that you need to develop on a daily basis. And, you know, this isn't about punishing yourself at all. It is truly about loving yourself. It's like, you know, I love my kids enough to set these boundaries for them where they're not just like glued in front of an electronic device all day long because, you know, look, it's not healthy for their eyes. It's not healthy for their, phys you know, their physiology. It's not healthy, period. And so this is, you know, really engaging in an unhealthy activity. Like, okay, great, you might enjoy it. First of all, I think the question is, are you enjoying it or is it a distraction? And if it's a distraction, then it's time to get honest with yourself and go, what am I distracting myself from? What feelings are present that I don't want to feel? Because, you know, what we, you know, it's like what you resist persists, that saying there. You know, whatever you ignore will perpetuate and grow larger, and you will need more distracting things, like more and more and more of them, and more intense distracting things, the more that you ignore whatever, that is, you know, whatever it is you're trying to distract yourself from. And so the first question is, is this truly an enjoyable thing or is it a distraction? You know, there's two different possible intentions going on when you're on the computer for so long. Um, so if it is truly a joy, I mean, you know, that's another thing. Like it truly is a joy, but sometimes there can be like too much of a good thing. And so, you know, you know, you might enjoy watching TV and you might have DVR'd like all of these really great shows, but is it healthy and is it in your best interest to stay up until 3 o'clock every night so that you can keep up with the shows that are saved on your DVR? The answer is no. So there is a healthy boundary. I mean, it's just like exercise. You know, someone could exercise for five hours a day, and that's probably too much unless you're trying to do a body competition of some sort. And so how do you strengthen that muscle you know the there's like this inner battle going on right so there's like the part of you that wants to stay on and then there's the part of you that's like annoyed and is shaming and blaming and punishing you because you are staying on and it just is a, a vicious cycle that continues to perpetuate until you choose to be uncomfortable enough to say that's enough and that's with any habit so Again, strengthening this muscle, Sandra, and making it be like, okay, I'm going to literally bring a timer. You know, we all have these smartphones, and they all have timers on them pretty much. Um, so if not, like get an old-fashioned timer and bring that into the computer room or wherever it is you are with your computer and, like, set a time. You know, set a time limit. Like, this is how much time I have to fool around on Facebook or Pinterest or what have you. And then I'm going to do X, Y, Z. So getting on purpose 
is really important, like mapping out your day. What am I doing from this time to this time? And I think, you know, certainly as entrepreneurs, it's so easy for us to put things off. Like, oh, I don't need to be consistent with my newsletter, so I just won't send one this week. And then you find, like, you're doing something else and you're not on purpose. And then at the end of the week, you're like, oh, crap, I didn't get anything done. And now I'm still struggling financially because I wasn't doing money-generating activities versus, you know, non-money-generating activities. So you need to make sure that you're focusing on money-generating activities as a priority versus non-financial creation, you know, activities. So, um that would be my recommendation is to really crack down and get more on purpose. Like in the night is a great time. Like I think everyone needs to have a, if you're working from home, I mean, even if you're working from like another office, you know, like you're paying to have an office outside of your home or maybe you're still working in a job before you wrap up for the day, please, please, please have a, a closing office ritual so that you're leaving your desk neat and you know what you're focusing on for tomorrow. You don't wake up and just like follow whatever, you know, email post you're seeing or, you know, what I call I call that responding to like you're living everyone else's agenda. So if you're literally like just responding to emails all day long and like following the rabbit trail so to speak, you are serving someone else's agenda. You're not serving your own agenda. So in order to serve your own agenda, you have to have an agenda. So the first thing, again, is to go back and look at what are you doing over the next 90 days? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to create? How much money do you want to make? Set a money goal. You know, set a time management goal. And then, you know, have a project. What's the project you want to create? What do you want to do? And then, you know, get on purpose and break it down. Like, who do you need support from? You know, what do you want to delegate? What do you want to do yourself? Um, and then, you know, really, like, mapping out your day. So the night before, before you close up, like, you know, that's what I did last night. Like, okay, I'm going to wake up at this time, and then I'm going to journal and read at this time, and then I'm going to, you know, work on this project at this time, and then I have, you know, this call today from 2 until 3 o'clock, and then after that I'm working on this. And, so really being on purpose and, you know, and, and certainly allowing for flexibility in your day. You know, maybe you allow an hour for lunch, but you don't really take an hour for lunch. Um, and then maybe you go for a walk in the middle of the day after your lunch or something along those lines. But, you know, scheduling time in there for you as well and being realistic, you know, really like map, you know, I said this on another call, but timing these regular activities that you have to do to become very crystal clear, very conscious about how long it takes to do something. You know, I talked about timing yourself when you're vacuuming the house. You know, I did this like years ago. I timed myself to see how long does it take me to water the plants in my house, you know, that kind of thing. So that when I am scheduling those tasks in, then I know how much time to allow for it and I'm being realistic. I'm not like my head's up floating in the sky and I really think it takes me five minutes to water my plants. And after I did that activity, I realized, oh my gosh, it actually takes me 45 minutes. So really getting real about your time. Um, and then what else was I going to say? Uh, so again, you know, just really like strengthening that muscle every day and like the part of you that is resisting, like that's basically like the teenager part of you to a certain degree. And that loving adult part of you really needs to be the one in charge and be having these healthy boundaries. This is where the accountability and the support and the coaching becomes really critical. Like this dramatically changes your life when you're working with a coach and you have that accountability and that support. Like you can dive in a lot deeper and see why you're doing this or what the resistance is about or that sort of thing. So I'm going to go back over to the phone lines here and just see if anyone on the phone has raised their hand, um, they would press star 2. And then for those of you on the webcast, if you have any questions, you just type them right into the Q&A section there. All right, so we have a question coming in from Natalie, and she says, what is, it, what is your view when it comes to an internal resistance to complete um, to complete 
I'm not sure what this says, to complete putting something out. Um, for example, I have all the pieces in place for a short tele-expert series, but whenever I try to complete it, I cannot. It's not time. It's not lack of knowledge. It seems to be something else. So great question, Natalie, really and truly. Um, this is very common, especially for women. I would be asking myself if they're, you know, what are you afraid of? What are you concerned about? Those are the two basic questions that I would begin with. And see what comes up from there. Maybe do some kind of a journaling exercise on what you're concerned about. Like what would happen if this series got out there? Like did you have an experience in the past where you did something and it wasn't successful or something? You know, a lot of times our subconscious mind, it thinks that whatever happened in the past is going to happen again. And it's important to, you know, I, I recently went through something like this over the summer and my coach really called me out and was like, Rebecca, you are a totally different person now and you are in a totally different vibration and frequency and a different energy and you are not the same person that did this thing, you know, two years ago and the results will be completely different. And so you kind of have to, you know, if, if that's the scenario, then you really have to tell that part of you, like, look, you know, it's April 2013, I'm a completely different person, that was six months ago, I'm doing all of this self-work, and I'm working with a coach, um, I'm not the same person who put this program out six months ago, and so the results of what happened then is not predicting what is the possibility for success today. So that's one possibility. Um, again, I would really recommend a journaling exercise here, like, you know, really write it out. I I am not putting this tele-expert series out because I'm concerned that, and then just, like, really just let the writing happen. Like, let it just come out. Like, whatever it is, you know, it could be anything. Like, don't judge what you're writing. I think that's one of the really most critical things for people is don't judge what you're writing when you're diving in deep. This is like a um, an individual way to dive deep into what the resistance is about. Um, you know, why why do I not want to get off the computer? Why do I resist, you know, going for a walk or whatever that activity is that, you know, what's like why am I distracting myself with, Facebook and web surfing and what have you. Um, I think another, you know, I just want to throw this out there for for all of you is definitely do start, you know, this week between this week and next week's radio show or for those of you just listening to the recording, spend one week logging how much time you spend on email, how much time you spend on Facebook, how much time you spend online, how much time you're spending plugged in versus plugged off, like logged off. And I think what will happen is you all will be incredibly surprised. The next step from there is once you have this awareness is not to judge yourself. Like just use the knowledge as power. So I just want to put that out there. So Natalie, for you, I would, um, you know, the other part of this that, that I'm in, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but the other thing could be, um, not being visible. Like I don't want to, you know, women, very specifically women, all of us have gone through some kind of and continue as we up level to go through visibility issues. You know, I remember in the very beginning stages of my business, I didn't even know what I was doing yet, but I had hired a coach um, and I was getting clear on my life purpose and all of those sorts of things. And I remember looking at her and going, you're going to tell me to join Facebook, aren't you? And I had a lot of resistance to joining Facebook, which is hilarious because I really love Facebook now. I think it's such a cool way to, like, keep in touch with people and, you know, build a community like we've done here in Legendary Leadership and all that stuff. But initially, that was 100% about visibility issues. So, um, you know, this can be a way of holding yourself back. Um, it can be a way of not being visible and staying small because, you know, change is scary sometimes, right? Like to the subconscious part of us that wants to keep everything the same, it can be really scary. That conditioned part of us is like constantly striving for 
keeping things the same, keeping things familiar, because familiarity equals safety in the eyes of the ego. And in reality, that's actually false. You know, that's really, to me, it's like safe is stuck. So taking big leaps, you know, making big financial investments in coaches, like over the past three years, my life has become so beautiful, wonderful, expansive, and rich because I have taken these holy shit leap moments and really expanded and really scared the crap out of myself. But that is where the true growth and the true transformation takes place when you're investing in yourself at a really high level or you're you know, challenging yourself to be more diligent with your time and completing projects. You know, entrepreneurs in particular tend to have anywhere between 15 and 20 irons in the fire at the same time. And on average, only one or two of those irons over maybe a three to five year period comes into fruition. And I've really done a lot of deep studying on this. Like the number one problem for entrepreneurs is implementation. You know, people will listen to a call like this or they'll pay $1,000 for a teleseminar or a program and then they get the knowledge and it's wonderful and they did the work there, but they never take it out into the world and make it be successful. You know, they never implement what they've learned. So you can spend the rest of your year listening to this weekly radio show and getting amazing information that's inspiring for you. But if you're not taking action, you know, take the inspired action. There's there's two parts of this. Like, you know, it's almost like clutter, like knowledge clutter. Like you're taking in all of these free calls, for example, but you're not putting them into form the knowledge isn't going to jump out of your head and do the work for you. You have to be the one that makes a stand for your life, you and only you. Like no one is going to come along and take you by the hand. You're not a little child and no one's going to come along and take you by the hand and be like, okay, come on, you know, let's like really stop hanging out on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and whatever all day long and, and get our life together. Like you have one life. You have one chance to live a life that you love. So why not create a life that you love? Like this is only your responsibility. It's no one else's responsibility to create a life that you love. Like wake up every day excited and inspired and invigorated about what is before you. And, you know, so maybe, Natalie, for you, for this particular situation like this is your jumping off the cliff moment like if everything is ready like go get it out there you know there's nothing holding you back you're saying you have all the pieces in place um i'm not sure what you need to complete specifically but i would put it on the calendar and you know here's a great way to have a breakthrough for everyone on the call put it on the calendar you know, if it's something like Natalie saying, you know, I'm trying to, to complete it, but I can't, this is total self-sabotage. Like, why do you think my Get It Done program is so popular? Like, this is, this is an area where people are having such difficulty, and this is my area of expertise. Like, I really help people get it done. Like, they feel amazing, they get their projects completed, and they are, like, on cloud nine, and they keep the momentum going from the coaching that I give. So... If you're having trouble with this, then block it out. Like literally put it on the calendar right now. Put it on the calendar for two hours, whatever it is you need to complete, whatever you've been procrastinating about. And here's the deal. When you go and turn all of your stuff off during that two-hour period to have no distraction, um, if the resistance comes up, like you have two options during this two-hour period. You can either complete what you need to complete or you can journal about why you're not doing it. Those are the only two options. You cannot get up. You cannot go get something to eat, like no looking on Facebook, no checking your texting. Like that is the only option. The only two options are either getting it done or journaling about the resistance of why you're not getting it done. And I guarantee you will have a breakthrough. So I hope that today's call has been empowering and inspiring, and I look forward to 
getting on the call with you all next week. Please share with your friends the link. I really, really want to expand this group and reach as many women as possible to help inspire and empower them so that they are living a life that they too love. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today, and I look forward to next week. Thanks. Bye. The moderator has left the conference.